Good morning, everyone. Welcome, or whatever time it is when you're listening to this. Welcome back to There Are Four Hosts. As always, there are four hosts. I'm Sabrina. You can find me at VoidCatGaming on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. And I am Michael. You can find me mainly on Four Hosts on Twitter. And I am Jonathan. You can find me pretty much everywhere on the internet uh, under at JustAverageJ. Hi, I'm Keith Hayward. Uh, you can find me everywhere on the internet as Keith Justice from Twitter, Twitch, and Probably Facebook. And today we're going to be talking about Lower Decks. The first episode just came out a couple of days ago. Um, before we talk about how you felt about the episode, uh, how did you feel coming into it? Were you excited about the show? I know a lot of people got Lower Decks and Prodigy uh, kind of mixed up because they're both animated. Uh, I certainly in the early days was one of those people who was like, wait, is this the one with the kids? But no, there's the Nickelodeon one. That's Prodigy about kids who steal a ship that's derelict and then this one is lower decks where uh the people who are in the lower decks of the starship you know the ensigns and the the crewmen and stuff have shenanigans away from the main what we consider the main crew the uh, senior team mm-hmm. yeah so i definitely confounded them at first and then i got really excited when i found out they were separate because i do love a good satire that's like adult mm-hmm. so i was excited what about you michael uh, I didn't really know too much about the other ones, so I kind of went into this kind of not having any, any expectation whatsoever. Um, I just because I didn't know what it was going to be, um, mm-hmm. but I, I, you know, and I'll tell you my what I thought later. But yeah, I was just kind of like, yeah, we'll see what it, we'll see what happens. Cool, cool, Jay. I was excited. Um, <clears throat> it's what you? Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. Who would have thought? Um, That's crazy talk. I love, I love the idea of um, diversifying Trek. So mm-hmm. and and. I love a good comedic, like, cartoon, you know, like Family Guy, American Dad, Rick and Morty. Mm. Like, I love those I mean, stupid, this one funny. is straight the style of Rick yeah, and Morty. I know. It's a stupid funny, and I'm, I'm so down with that. So it's like, yes, I'm, I'm in. I was excited. Nice. Keith? Um, I was more braced for it. Um, I, of I, course. I really apologize so much. I don't want to continue to be the hater. One of these days, I will not be that person. Then don't put uh, your like, hater pants on, Keith. <laughs> Look, you joke. just have different expectations know, than some other people. Yeah, it's that fine. was a joke because like, everybody expects me to come to hate it. And like, I didn't hate it. I'll say that much. Um, my Good. expectations <laughs> were just like, um, this is what I, I've, I've always wanted. I've been wanting this since Voyager. Actually, I've wanted this since uh, TNG when I first saw like uh, Lower Decks who, comedy specifically? Uh, I've always wanted uh, cadets. I wanted to, uh-huh. the lower oh, right, level right. officers be the main characters of the show. And I've wanted that since TNG. And we're finally in the era that I've always wanted since Voyager. So my, my fingers were crossed. But so far, the writing teams they keep bringing on for the show aren't what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm with you there. All right. So. Well, now that we've seen the first episode... What are your feelings, Michael? Uh, I freaking loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Um, I thought it was, I mean, I, I loved it. I thought it was perfect. I love seeing, like, the, it felt like old school TNG. Um, I love seeing all the L cars, you know, in, in the ships and everything. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was perfect, in my opinion. 
It was great. Damn. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I, uh, I I loved it, obviously. <laughs> <Da-da>. <laughs> B- big surprise. Shocking. Um, yeah, shocking. Um, <laughs> I loved it. I, I thought it, the characters are cool, and it's very extreme from one extreme to this extreme. You know, like mm-hmm. one extreme of the, what Star Trek was to what this is. Um, and it, uh, it works really well and it's fun. And, you know, I love the, um, the lead characters and just like the crazy lead female character. I, it just, mm-hmm. you know, that, uh, Mariner, <laughs> I believe. Yeah. Yep. Like, uh, <laughs> it's such I, an on the nose name too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's just, it, it hit all, it checked all the right boxes for me and, and I <laughs> am excited to keep watching it. Yeah, definitely. Keith. Um, I thought it was fine. Only, uh, so like, yeah, like, uh, I, yeah, I, I was like, uh, I, I definitely, definitely didn't hate it. Um, everything about like the design of everything is just exactly what I've been dying for for fucking years. Um, yeah. so like when you see shuttles like coming to shuttle bay and yeah, the L cars, and the yeah. only thing that's wrong is the design of the ship, but like everything's oh, I was like ask the, you. the costumes, I love the, the uniforms, everything looks great, and I'm like, all right, and like, yeah, it's even close to being like Star Trek Online feel. Mm-hmm. So we're we're almost there, but then like all the comedy missed with me so much, so hard. Um, really? Mm. Yeah, like it's too, and like some of the jokes are like things that I would laugh at, but I didn't, and I felt like um, my description of the comedy was someone who's speaking rapidly and nervously and they don't want to pause to find out if you like the joke or not because they're too scared mm-hmm. and they just keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. Huh. And I, was yeah, like, I know some people. Uh, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, like the, the heart joke where, <laughs> where she's like, you pump the heart and he's like, ah, it hurts when you pump that it. Hurts. And just like that <laughs> is a funny joke to me. And I didn't laugh because, because yeah, like I said, it's, it's too rapid fire before mm-hmm, you, you mm-hmm. have any moments. No, yeah, the pacing's off, which is off. funny because the end where she was like, "I got to hold a heart." <laughs> I mean, I was dying. I was like, "Yeah, this is amazing." <laughs> yeah, I have that note. Even <laughs> I do um, like her so far. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Um, I, as you know, I. Uh, I am very supportive of Star Trek doing series in like different genres, uh, as long as it keeps kind of like the essence of the world. And I, I'm kind of watching this one more like the way I would watch Galaxy Quest than the way I would watch TNG. Granted, because mm. you know it is a comedy, um, I I get ir- irritated at self-referential stuff in uh, serious uh, shows. But I mean the. <laughs> the exact point of Lower Decks is to be self-referential, so that doesn't really bother me. It, it's kind of like a Rick and Morty type Galaxy Quest adventure. Oh, yeah. Um, my roommate, who was not into Star Trek, saw an ad for it, and she was like, it seems really funny, so uh, she decided to watch it with me. And there were a bunch of jokes that actually went over her head because they were straight, like, you have to know Star Trek to understand this joke. Um, <laughs> but there was a funny moment where... Um, they're, they're dealing with the giant spider thingy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they jump on it without uh, having, like, abandoned their uniforms. And she's like, this show is sexier than the actual Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, just <clears throat> a plug I have to make. Um, Crack.com ages ago used to have, like, a video uh, group. And I still follow a lot of the creators. 
And they had a parody show called Starship Icarus. That was exactly <laughs> that, making fun of like people in the lower decks of like really fancy starships. And uh, one of them was like, oh, I wish we had done lower decks. We could have done it <laughs> if we had the support. And I was like, oh, I wish you could have done it too. So like, I'm kind of comparing it to that. But so far, I'm fond of it. Um, there were some, like I said, jokes that you just wouldn't get <laughs> unless you were Trekkie, honestly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, um, there's a scene where somebody's, I think it's the Orion girl. She's just like, oh, do you know the monkeys? Classical music. That's one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Classical music, yeah. the monkeys. Yeah. And my roommate was like, that seems weirdly specific. And I was like, no, no, no. Let me explain Chekhov to you yeah. for a sec. <laughs> huh? um, yep. So like, even that was just like a silly little reference. But I caught it because I'm a giant nerd. And uh, this <laughs> is clearly Chek- like a parody show just made for giant nerds. Oh, yeah. But Chekhov like, and the monkeys? Um, I'm a believer. Chekhov was added in season three <laughs> mm-hmm. to attract... Uh, teenage and young adult female viewers by having a monkey's haircut. <laughs> oh, wow. He had I was a monkey's say, haircut. Yeah, he does kind of look like... Was yeah. he in the show? Okay, yeah. yeah. It, was, huh. it was deliberate, yeah. yeah. That's great. Awesome. Good reference. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally caught um, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm the TOS one out of the four of us, so yeah, yep. that's not shocking. To <laughs> not, not at all. Me. Nope. No. So I right. can't help but compare it compare it to, of course, the Orville, which is the other like Star Trek show that's. Uh, but you was... said yourself, the Orville isn't really a parody. Bingo! That's where I was going. Um, so like the Orville, mm-hmm. like it, it advertised itself as it was as if it was going to be comedy, but it turned out to be just actually like loving of Star Trek. So like, my what puts me off a little bit on this show because I don't hate it. Um, is that like it's going pew pew? Star Trek's cool. We're cool. It's Star Trek's cool, and 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 then like the Orville says, "I love Star Trek, and I feel lucky to be here." Mm-hmm. And that's like the difference in like I'm seeing. I don't know. Maybe caring too much about the brand versus the philosophy and feel of like why mm-hmm. people love Star Trek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think. In my opinion, I think that that mm-hmm. goes to um, diversifying Trek because it's kind of like what they did with the Kelvin timeline, right? Um, they made it an action series, which drew in a younger crowd, a new new group. Of, I, I know people that are fans of Star Trek because of those movies. They went yeah, and yeah. watched the old the old shows and the old movies, and because that that drew them into what Star Trek was. Um, mm. So I think this this CBS and Viacom is taking Star Trek and diversifying it and getting it into different crowds. Because again, there are like jokes. Sub-genres. Yeah, yeah. There are jokes that people aren't going to get. But then they're going to say, what's that monkey's reference? And then they're going to go and look it up. And then they're going to be like, what's the Star Trek to you, the original series about? And what's, do yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like, it's it's kind of like marketing mm-hmm. to a whole new genre of, of viewers. So, Fully you know, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's purposeful. Like they, it's absolutely on purpose. And <laughs> it is certainly deliberate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I I like it. The more people watching Trek, the better, because that just means that they're getting the viewership and the income to make more awesome shows. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Um, my, one of my one of my favorite Star Wars writers, a guy named Jonathan Jackson Miller, who did the uh, Old Republic comic books, which are just astounding. He posted up about like how his 16 year old daughter 
watched it, loved it. And then she's like, oh, what is all this stuff? And then she went back to watch this TNG episode. She was like, oh, so mm-hmm. I can definitely see it hitting that demographic very well. Mm-hmm. And I'm cool with that. But I would yeah. like it, too. Like, I, I feel like the show has mm-hmm. all these elements of, like, the, the right characters, right setting, uh, designs of everything. And if you get yourself, like, a good team of sci-fi writers, I feel like it has all the elements of being one of the greatest Star Trek things ever. <laughs> but for now, it's just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, low... Self-referential lower, comedy? Yeah, too much. Yeah. yeah. But you, you see a lot mm-hmm. of potential there, right, Keith? Is what you're saying? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, yeah. I, like, it, it is it's, certainly it's all there. It, it's certainly the Rick and Morty version of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, absolutely. Once again, but, Star Trek is trying to be something else instead of just being Star Trek. When like Star mm-hmm, Trek is already cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah uh, has, I definitely yeah. see both perspectives here. Uh, yeah. it, it being good for uh, advertisement is uh, not necessarily something that I personally want them to think about but obviously mm-hmm. every tv show ever now thinks about that uh, now yeah. and then mm-hmm. i mean um <laughs> so i i understand that argument about it being like towards the brand and uh strengthening the brand rather than like the the meaning of it i i get your point keith and also chase uh <laughs> of course everything is just like not black and white so yeah mm-hmm. yes there are some differences certainly yeah well i, uh, I mean i'm if, not if gonna say mm-hmm. that it's it's not perfect, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I, I was going into it knowing that I'm more interested in... I, I went into watching it less for the science fiction, science... Um, and more for the jokes? Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Like, you have to know you have to know what you're going into, you know? And, and yeah. I've, I've always said I really enjoy TV shows and movies that make, make me think. The, the intellectual, the, the things that really... Um, they yes. create more questions than answers. I love that. It, it, it mm-hmm. pulls me in, right? Um, but going into this, I, I did not. I knew that that's not what I was here for. I was here for a mm-hmm. slapstick, funny, stupid, funny show, and I got yeah. that within like yeah. the first few minutes when she cut him open with a bat lift, <laughs> and I absolutely well, laughed. And I was like, "Oh, yeah. okay, I'm there. Let's go." <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I guess. Um. And like, I, I am glad you guys love it, and I and I'm hearing <laughs> lots of positive, and. I hear there's like, you know, there's the fandom menace, if you guys know what that is. Like, they, they're playing way too much into hating everything now uh, because that's mm. their brand and that's what gets some hits. So I definitely don't agree with, like, them going all out on, like, ah, this is crap and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, the humor also doesn't land with me because Boimler is too much of a Meg. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't get the joke. Um I, I get that the joke is there, and I think people find it funny that, like, you know, like Meg and Family Guy, they they, they shit on, they crap on, we curse, we curse in this one podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they shit on Meg all the time, hard, and that's the running yeah. gag. And then like we're, yeah, and now we're doing this to Boimler, and like everything he is, he's stupid, and he gets hit, and he gets slapped around, and just like, mm. I, I, I have don't a get feeling that, that humor. That, um, whereas Meg is just like one that gets beat down forever and ever and ever, and you're not wrong. That type shows up in a lot of comedies lately, like yeah. the Jerry in uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the the Toby, I think, uh, in yeah. The Office. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that does bother me. Uh, I think in this case, he's kind of like the, the main character that like starts out super failing and then like... Pff, uh, he's well, he becomes level. boss by the end. So I think yeah. Um, yeah. he's failing well, he a lot a mentor because... Now. 
development. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a mentor yeah. that's the opposite yeah. of the mentor he actually wanted. He has a mentor <laughs> right. now, so he's fine. Like, he, like it, this the 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 first episode was just the foundation. Now we're gonna see right. what he turns into. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm definitely with you, Keith. If it if it keeps just going like Meg style, where he just gets shit on all the time, and get get real annoyed. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> like the voice actor. Uh, he he didn't he was he didn't seem to be a fan of his character, um, only in the fact that like his character is starting off low level. Like he mm-hmm. like uh, like I remember the producer was talking to him and like, uh, do you see yourself in Boimler? And like uh, the boy said, was like, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I looked, mean, yeah. Boimer is that character that's like when he first graduates Starfleet Academy, he's super like, oh, the rules are super important. He's like, you know, the Kirk, the the walking book with likes thing Mm -hmm. that won't make sense to people who only know uh, the the cultural version of Kirk. But um, pop culture version. Sorry, excuse me. Um, Walking stack of book with legs is how Kirk is described at the Academy, and I feel like uh, that's the kind of person he was. And then he finally got onto the ship. And Mariner's just like, chill out, man. And he's like, no! I'm so chill out! <laughs> I see um, a bit of myself in that stupidity, so maybe that's why I'm fonder of him than you are, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> my fingers are crossed that he is uh, just level one, and I'm going to see him grow, and he's not just the punching bag of slapstick. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Real quickly, I just wanted to say, just finish out the, the ship design. Uh, on the outside is uh, awful, uh, for the most part, oh, I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was um, alright. So I like the saucer part, uh, but it being on top of pylons and like flying on like kind of <laughs> derpy skis. Shatter. Yeah, I, I I don't like that design. It feels like it's making fun of Star Trek designs, which I I get the joke. I just don't like. I don't like. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the saucer on top of the pylons, mm. but the saucer itself and everything else look fantastic to me. Yeah. But you do like it, Sabrina? I kind of like those cutout shapes uh, in Starships. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> you you have very much more specific taste in ship design than I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's a weird shape. I like it. Sometimes. <laughs> I like and sometimes I'm like, the fuck? Bridge you like the bridge a lot? Yeah. I, yes. I like how it opens it on the bridge and everybody's just like, hey, chatting to each other, having a nice time. Like, are, are you guys doing work here? What's, what's going on? <laughs> One of the voice actors is Jerry O'Connell from Sliders. I love Jerry O'Connell. Um, Definitely. So I guess we're at notes now. All right. right. Let's go. Anything that stood out to you that you really liked? I Just at the very beginning, something that I loved was like this this officer showing up and just very serious, um, calm. They're like, hey, don't you have a date with that girl? And he's like, yeah. Shouldn't you be freaking out? Mm, Yes, this new implant is... (laughs) eliminating all my feelings and then she fixes and he immediately starts freaking out i'm like that was cool i, I connect to that <laughs> uh it's it's not necessarily star trek but it's like humans <clears throat> yep i i enjoyed that joke uh genuinely and it made me smile um nice. yeah where he's just i don't have access to those feelings <laughs> oh crap <laughs> and just i i love that this is really a concept that it gets ignored that like cyborgs at one point were entirely human and then had an adjustment period of like dealing with their cybernetics. I think it's it's really fun that they've put that in in this. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, about it. speaking of Borgs, 
I love like the the <laughs> intro, right? Where the ship is just like doing everything like the opposite of what normal oh, yeah. Star Starfleet would do. Like they get sucked into that uh, rift and almost go into a sun, and then they like break free and go. And then they uh, <laughs> they're like in a fight with Borg cubes and Romulans, and a Borg cube shoots them, and they turn around and leave. <laughs> like, <laughs> nice, like that's hilarious. <laughs> I like how they give that speech, yeah, where they're like, there are ships out there on the frontier. We're not one of those yep. ships. Uh, um, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounded like the, the cliche, you must be wondering how we got here. Beginning <laughs> freeze frame. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice also that the, the uh, theme started like very typically like your Star Trek. Da, 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 uh, beginning. And then like it, like the visuals of it, it was like, Ah, this is a true starch. Oh, never wait. mind. <laughs> uh, and then they escape the the thing again. It's like da da da. <clears throat> we totally did it, guys. <laughs> actually, one of my notes, and I did actually take this note mentally, is that the music in the episode was really good. Like the mm. it, yeah. it it melded yes. very well with like you know a score that you would hear on actual Star Trek, but then the mm-hmm. slapstick funny. Like it flipped back and forth very well, and it the the underlying music of the episode was actually amazing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, uh, once again, everything except for the writing to me is like all the elements of <laughs> potential greatness. Keith, you're like uh, it's so close. Right? <laughs> yes, we're we're almost there. Please keep going, guys. Oh, keep please going. just push. Well, it sounds like I loved it the most. I, I'm surprised that I loved it more than Jay, but um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> you, you both loved it a lot. Because yeah. um, I loved the animation. It, it just felt like uh, I had my like warm TNG blanket on again, and I was all nice <laughs> and cozy. And, um, and then the humor oh, the was The animation great. is just like straight Rick and Morty, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked that. I thought it was good yeah. overall. Yeah. I, I, no, I loved it. And I, uh, Mariner's like, I, I already am all about that character. She's absolutely nuts, and I love it. And I love that we find out kind of why she is the way she is. At the end. I have a feeling we'll find that out a little so more about awesome. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, the, the the like parental reveal. Yeah, yeah. Genius. And then you know, and of course they give like the the kind of like this coming up this season, and she was like, "Don't give me that," you know, Vulcan salute, blah blah blah. And she's like, "Live long and prosper, mom." You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like whatever. I mean, it, which is definitely just like straight out uh, from uh, the J.J. Abrams like. Spock being like, okay, I'm out, bitches. I know. Yeah, but I, I love that. Um, I'm already super, like, she's already my favorite character. Just because she's so, so mm. over the top and just so, um, like, I'm going to be your mentor. And yeah. She's, and, she's like simultaneously really excited to help him, but like super jaded. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, she, she like cuts him with a batleth and, ah, and you know, and she's like drunk. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, she is um, basically, she is who I would be if I was in Starfleet, I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I, I, I disagree. And, um, can, can I say that I, I don't like her, but then you guys say more good things about her, so I don't bring us down. I don't want to be that no, guy. That's fine. It's okay. Yeah, you don't have God. to like Dude, her. We're used to uh, we're used to you being that guy. You got to do it, man. <laughs> that's rude. And we Keith, love you. Anyway. Okay, Keith. Let me ask you. Yeah. Is it frustrating to you uh, when you see somebody in uh, Starfleet that doesn't want to be in Starfleet? Yes. <laughs> like okay. it, continue. Oh, it, it, it's it's kind of like also like. Uh, uh, companions of the doctor who aren't impressed or care that they get to be freaking of the companion of the doctor mm-hmm. like they're rolling their eyes at it and just like you, 
you get the 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 benefit of doing this and then she's got the permanent um pixar half eyes closed smug face on Mm -hmm. all the time and uh yeah and once again she's like the 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 center heart of the problem of rapid fire talking don't stop uh, for the joke um and yeah i want to like her uh and then also uh just as uh um, really quickly on the black thing. Um, uh, <laughs> black people all have to be related, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I saw that come from like a freaking uh, parsec, parsec away. Yeah, I said that. You're oh, like the uh, captain, yeah. the parsec. The captain is a black lady and this girl is a black lady. They must be related. Yeah, okay. it's her daughter, isn't it? I get that. Okay. Yeah, it's too but, bad because I, I like the idea of. I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> no, no, no. Please, you go. I'm done. I like the idea of her being like, uh, just. Uh, done with uh, uh, upper echelon officers because her mom mm-hmm. is a captain and her dad is an admiral and they're always doing that shit where they're more concerned about their their rank than um, like what's actually going on. She's like, oh my god! So it's <laughs> okay. like a parental rejection. Uh, her like, not wanting to be an officer see. is a parental rejection as much as it is like a Starfleet annoys me thing. Mm-hmm. All right, I can see that definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, but yeah, I didn't, I, I, I didn't I, get that. She's all brash and confident. I want to. I want to like her. I'm. I'm working on it. So, but you're yeah. not there yet. So as as I, a white male, I did not see that from that far away. I didn't even see it at all. I apologize. So <laughs> no, no, I'm glad it wasn't obvious to everybody. I saw it. No, so I'm kidding. I did not see it. Yeah, I just don't. I, I apologize. That's you know my uh, my nope, jaded no my jaded eyes. <laughs> um, you know, Keith, I did actually notice. Uh, at first, I was like, oh, it's interesting. Um, that the captain is also a black lady. That's awesome. And then I was like, wait. <laughs> why is she like, such a jerk to her please don't do i don't it. like don't that do i don't think it's cool that they finally have this captain and she's just a jerk to whatever her face and then i was like oh she's her mom okay all right <laughs> mm-hmm. okay she'll guys be getting, she'll be getting the speech mariner you're the greatest commander i've ever seen and the reason why i'm so hard on you mm-hmm. is because i know you can become better and oh god mom that's yeah that's happening oh yeah um yeah i can see that coming I, I, I see where you're coming from. I also just really laughed at the scene with the captain and the admiral just like basically like, I don't want her. You take her. No, I don't want her. You take her. Put her on your ship. Don't you hang up on the admiral stuff. Admiral like, stuff. I have to go. No, admiral stuff. Yeah. Don't hang up on but me. But like, quick question. One of you is an admiral and one of you is a captain. You should probably put your daughter on a ship that is run by neither of you. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Like, what are you doing? Well, she did say that she was on five ships previously. So that probably means that she's been on other ships and they were like, nope, we're not having it. <laughs> so she's still in Starfleet because her parents are captain and an admiral, but like she clearly doesn't want to be. That's kind of what it seems yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> which is hilarious. Well, hopefully that will change. Which is hilarious. I mean, it's funny, yeah. you know, hmm. um, slight plagiarism going on, uh, in the show where they lifted exact jokes from Rick and Morty. Mm. Um, where Jerry gets suckled on by a monster, Boimler um, <laughs> oh, yeah. does, yeah. and then there's like uh, one of the captains or one of the commanding officers is almost a copy and paste of like this one character from an episode mm-hmm, who's mm-hmm. also a weird tough guy. Mm-hmm. So no, like I, commander, I'm, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm rough on you guys, uh, uh, Lord Dex, because Keith, you're you're really? almost there, guys. You're almost there. Please, I think you'll be a convert after the next episode, Keith. I hope so. Like How, this may, I'm thinking, like it's just the first episode. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and I love that. How do we feel about the characters? Do we have any favorites yet? Mm, you already know my favorite. Mm-hmm. I, I like uh, the, the main Boimer or whatever his name is. 
I kind of like him, actually. I don't remember what his name is. He gets called the wrong name like four times. Boimler. Boimler, whatever. Because that same actor is the one that is in uh, the show The Boys that I watch, uh, which is pretty good. Oh, he's the lead from The Boys? Yeah, same guy. Dang, I love that guy. Jack Jack Quaid. Nice. I did not recognize his voice. Yeah. You know what I love is she's like, you're from Modesto, California. And I'm like, that's oddly specific and close to where I live. Like, that's, <laughs> that's all right. Interesting. Like, I wonder what that's about. Made made in L.A. and um, it's a California class starship. Sabrina, who's your favorite character? Um, I'm I, I do like Mariner's character design but i think my favorite character right now is the orion nurse mm-hmm. yes mm, that's um, yeah pumping heart oh my god <laughs> i touched a heart it was so cool like that girl is me that yeah <laughs> yeah when she looked out the back window at the nacelles and the, the oh going god, by space! i was like all right thank you that's that's what i want to yeah, see that was pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah yep yep definitely like the girl who's super excited to be in space is just like yes i'm here hello like she gives her paper to the dude her papers to the dude she's like i'm reporting aboard the starship and he's like yeah whatever just follow the line to the elevator and that's such like a person who's so excited to have a job and the people who are already bored of the job are like get out yeah well and i mean here's something that i never really saw coming they sleep in the hallway Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I love that. That bit. was hilarious, and it's like you know, because you don't yes. think about it. You don't think about what the lower levels do. You think everyone. I does. disagree, Jay. I have thought about it really? severely, <laughs> and I have written about it really? in role play. Yeah, keep argument that, there. Yeah, that actually does not surprise me one bit. It shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, I love the part where they were in the lower. Well, it's all in the lower decks, but they were mm-hmm. by the the showers or whatever. And it's like it smells kind of musty and stuff, but which is weird because the showers are sonic. Yeah, yeah. that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, um, did you always think Keith? that they sleep in the hallway? Yeah, they sleep in the hallway. Mm-hmm. I mean, in your in your fan fiction. Oh, um, in my fan fiction, no. Uh, what we had determined was that uh, Ensigns probably shared bunks, like bunk rooms, like four to a room, um, and crewmen probably have like larger bunk rooms. So it's like you know uh, the way that you would have in. Um, military training where it's just like 20 bunks in the same room mm-hmm. um and then as you go up rank they give you more more like private rooms so the captain has their own suite the commander has their own suite uh lieutenants probably share two to a room that was my determination based on my- how you know military usually works my head fiction was like, you know, uh, Starfleet ships are so perfect. It's so in the future. It's the size of a city. I thought everyone had their own room. It'd be weird to just be out in the hallway. Well, it depends like because in my case, like I was writing for TOS, which is based off mm-hmm. of a uh, submarine stuff. TNG being gotcha. like a city sized ship would be a very different situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm not really sure what time period Lower Decks is supposed to be in. Well, and it's funny Seems- because they name drop yeah. a bunch at the very end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Which was, yeah, 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 was yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. as Keith would say, a little on the nose. Um, but <laughs> it, you know, it worked, but so. it's just funny because they name dropped the TOS and and TNG stuff. So I mean, it uh, mm-hmm. you know you would know at least that T- TNG has happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I thought it's, it was interesting they name dropped all the movies that we've uh, um, <laughs> reviewed up to this yeah. point and stopped it. <laughs> right? 
Yep. It's, it's kind of creepy. They just it's knew. like they've been listening to the podcast or something. That'd be nice, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Yeah. As we slowly look at the camera. Keith, who's your favorite so far? Uh, I would say the bridge. Um, the bridge is my favorite character so far <laughs> okay. in the saucer section. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not oh, even geez. trying to be like snarky about no, no, it, although no, no, maybe I'm a little bit. Uh, but yeah, like when it comes to the show so far is the design and the background of, and the personality of what I'm seeing of the show is nice. my favorite character. And if I'm going to go for actual character, it would be the green girl. She's mm-hmm. got, yeah, she's got the closest to the personality I want to keep seeing in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a scene that I really appreciated in this show uh, was the, the, the cyborg goes on the date with the, the trill girl. Mm-hmm. And then um, they, they run into like a weird tech problem and she's like not interested. And he's like, oh, OK, I guess this is the end. She's like trying <laughs> yeah. to kiss him. They're just like, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. And he goes to talk to the Iran girl. And she's like, so I think it was the Iran. Maybe it was Mariner. And they're like, so how did the date go? And he's like, it's not going to work. It was a weird Ryan thing girl. happened and she wasn't interested. And the other girl's like, oh, my God, that's a so level, cool. A level two diagnostic. <laughs> how can you pass that yeah. up? I know. Yeah, I love that. And I was like, once again, I'm the Orion girl in this. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I was like, I was like, you know what? That is something that you should be looking into. I mean, that's not a small See, deal. And like, I, I would have been like, what diagnostic? Come on, girl. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Needless to say, Jay is not in engineering. Nope. Systems um, like this on the ship, like this, don't fail. <laughs> the ships like they don't fail like this randomly. So I mean, that is something you should stop and care uh, about. Then ooh. kiss later. But you know what else I like? <laughs> like a little joke that I just remembered. Um, when he was pointing out the ship on the map, he's like, "This is ops and ops and ops and ops and ops." There's a lot of ops. This is all ops, 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 ops. <laughs> um, because there's always that joke about red shirts dying the most, and I'm like, yes, because they're operations. So the majority of the ship, like 80 percent of the ship, is probably ops. Mm-hmm. So I like that joke a lot mm-hmm. personally. <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> Let's see, man. Right. Uh, well, yeah, blew through my notes. Mm-hmm. Those were my notes. Just to get a solid A for me. Okay, Jay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I I, I wanted okay. to make sure I I pointed out the uh, all the name dropping at the end, which I already did because mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it was hilarious, but also super like um, obvious. You, you obviously. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. No, it's the A. I'm I'm in. Obviously, it, it's not that much yeah. of a surprise. It's not. Um, solid C with my hands with my hand on the shoulder going you have the makings of greatness the reason why I'm so tough on you is because I know you can be better with your your foot on a shoulder uh, I gotta say that was one of my favorite teachers in school the ones who were like this is fine it's doable but I know you can do better so, so yes. Keith, you weren't you weren't it's, angry. You were just disappointed, right? A little bit. Yeah. I wasn't disappointed. Okay. I, I like I said, it was fine. Okay. And I like I said, they have every element there. Yeah. I think they just call up Melinda Snodgrass. There um, you go. Please call up <laughs> yeah. uh, all the all the maybe the the, the the sci-fi greats who aren't working right now, or even like the ones who used to do cartoons. Like, call them up so we can get some really good. Like, the the thing about the show is it's not being held back by. Um, like budget special effects like yeah it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 um animation so you can go freaking wild you have the chance to make something great but don't just like stop chasing trends <laughs> star mm-hmm. trek stop stop trying to be rick and morty when you, you have the potential trek. to be like you know lead the way again in mm-hmm. science fiction yeah, yeah I'm name you. drop speaking of melinda snodgrass did you all see she tweeted uh 
because there was a news story about a new Star Trek movie and development. And she's like, hey, uh, my my manager is waiting for your call. <laughs> so name drop, if you follow, you should be following Melinda Snodgrass on, on Twitter. I don't know her handle at the moment, but you can yes. find her. She's, I believe it's she's amazing. M.M. Snodgrass. M. Snodgrass. Yeah. At M.M. Snodgrass. Yep. Yep. She's amazing. And yes, please hire her. Please, for love of God. Yeah. She's so good. So or good. hire us. I mean. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Us too. Hire Sabrina. I will, yes, hire me. Hire, you know what? Hire, uh, hire me yeah. as Melinda's uh, coffee getter and, okay. and back rubber. And like, I also like. <laughs> and your discussion is to have Actually, her. And then hire, hire, hire me as Keith's coffee getter. There you go. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And hire me as the drunk guy that runs around and hits people with fat lefts. <laughs> Um, there you go. <laughs> we don't we don't hire those. They just show yeah. up. Uh, well, that's, again, it's it's par for the course. That's pretty much what I do. Um, <laughs> no, but hire hire well, Melinda, and it. then she'll and then she'll she'll hire us as as assistants. Oh, okay. Yes, please. Um, since y'all rated it, uh, I'm gonna give it like a B. Okay, mm, cool. Uh, I I certainly agree with Keith that there's a lot of potential that can still be developed, but so far I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. I I like that they've brought in new stuff. Like <laughs> the the concept of a brand new cyborg is really fun for me. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. that's my favorite so far. Um, conceptually, uh, I love that it's a Vulcan just, cyborg implant. So it's a, it's meant yeah. to suppress yeah. his emotions. Oh. It keeps trying to suppress yeah. his emotions, and he's like, "Stop it!" <laughs> Didn't hilarious. notice that. That is, that is awesome. Hilarious. That's a great yeah. idea. And that's why he said something about being logical in the middle of the mm-hmm. episode. In the middle cool. of the uh, the date he was date. having with all right, Hot Trilly Woo, Lady, good, yeah. Good call mm-hmm. on that one. All right, <laughs> keep going, keep going. Yeah, I'm excited also, for the next one. I, I thought it was funny when they had uh, that like fighting scene in the middle of the uh, whatever ten forward bar, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it's called in this. Um, that like they were just like two ensigns sitting behind the table having a, a, a cute little discussion in the middle of the firefight. Yeah. Then like. A commander runs in and then like sits between them, says something, pew pew, and runs away again. And they're just like, well, I have no idea what that was. <laughs> just another day in Starfleet. <laughs> oh, and I I absolutely love the the zombie uh, uh, zombie apocalypse on the ship in the first episode. I mean, it's you yeah. know super obvious when he got bit by the bug that something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. know, like you saw that coming, of, of course. But it was still hilarious. And you know, yeah, it was. did I eat flesh? How much did I eat? <laughs> Ah. <laughs> uh. Um, yeah. Uh, but for me, the jokes were almost good, and the, the but but like uh, I'm I'm on board with like the direction of the jokes because like it's the jokes that me and my buddy Max used to make in, in high school because like yeah, you know all, 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 all on the daily basis, uh, people in Starfleet go through so much stuff like you know the conversations they could have be like so how many times you've been taking hostage this year oh maybe like uh, uh five times but does the time travel one that count like, <laughs> like yeah. Please keep this going. So fingers mm. are crossed. Cool. Uh, it, it was definitely very Star Trek of it to be like, oh, we have no idea what's going on. Uh, the, the whole ship is going to get infected. Wait, this person showed up with a single slime. Oh, the slime is perfect. The slime will solve everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. Solved. <laughs> I love that. That is very Star Trek, actually. Just like, Bones, how did you solve that? I don't know. Just out of nowhere, I figured out the answer. Okay. Um, I do like Grumpy Cat. Oh, I always yeah. like a Grumpy Cat. Grumpy Cat's so. awesome. She reminds me of Bones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course I like Absolutely. <laughs> All right. I also well, like her potential. <laughs> any final thoughts? What you're excited about next week? I didn't watch the preview for next week. You know me, mm-hmm. but um, I'm sure some of you did. 
Um, not excited. I'm braced. Uh, I saw like the previews mm-hmm. of the next the the, the season. Uh, my my hope is this that like uh, one of the reasons they made this I think is to make sure they can keep the license and mm-hmm. also it's cheap. Like it doesn't cost a lot of money to make this, so that means that they have less in the line, and then like they're getting used to it. And like I think that there's a uh, higher chance of getting another season. So like mm-hmm. once they get used to everything, then maybe we can hit the ramp and like I can start getting the the haymaker punches of like fun cartoon mm-hmm. sci-fi that I want to see. You're excited to have, for them to have like more room for exploration, mm-hmm. rather than being so concerned about uh, whether we're going to make money off this one or not. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that'd be nice if we just if everyone in the world could just worry about money less. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Yes. Have some fun with what you're making. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. Michael. Uh, I'm I'm just excited for the series. So, mm-hmm. my yeah, mm-hmm. my PD brain didn't let me retain any of the previews for next week, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm just excited for it. Well, like any character development you're looking forward to, um, maybe like you already ship someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the. I want to see what the Boimer guy. I can't say his name. See how he Boimer. Boimer. Yeah, see how he progresses and see if he like you know. Mm-hmm. Gets more confident and everything, so we'll have to yeah. see. Jay, I am. I'm, I'm here for it. I mean, whether it it goes more into we yeah, know. whether it goes more <laughs> into sci-fi, sci-fi or exploration. Um, I like slapstick humor and I like stupid humor. And I, you know, there are there are shows that are Rick and Morty, and then there are shows that are the Next Generation, and they're meant to be those. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. mind you, this is a yeah. merge of the two. Which puts it in kind of a weird place, um, but again, I think it's it's cool because it's different. It's cool because it's stupid funny, which I like, and it mm-hmm. takes two things that I love and puts them together. Um, and also mm-hmm. in in that whole marketing thing, you know, it, it it's going to bring more people uh, into the Star Trek fold than yeah, which I'm always happy. Yeah, about. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, it, I'm I'm less concerned about exploration and space in this and i'm more interested in funny because that's what i'm watching it for mm-hmm. i'm watching it for comedic like value like that i, I don't, i'm not worried about the and we'll get exploration and we'll get stupid mm-hmm. funny it's going to be a mix of both but i'm less worried about that because it's doing its job and i think we'll get plenty of seasons i don't know if we'll get like mm-hmm. you know seven or eight but i think we'll get three or four or five seasons because mm-hmm. it's yeah. you know there it's it's funny enough and it's Star Trek, and they're trying to diverse diversify Star Trek, and I'm I'm yeah. super down with that because all that means is that's good for the consumer because then we're going to get all mm-hmm. these different facets of Star Trek that we wouldn't have, and then hopefully that'll make it easier for me and Keith to find a couple things that we actually exactly like. you no. know because I mean cross, you know, I hate to to bring up the the you know the comparison of Star Wars, but you've got Clone Wars, you've got um, mm-hmm. you know Mandalorian, Mandalorian, you've got all these amazing. Yeah things and star wars is diversifying and i've got a seven-year-old now that loves star wars and we we binged the mandalorian i mean oh, we, watched we all it, loved star wars at it. seven no, what are you ex- talking but, about? but that's what i'm saying like <laughs> at seven i wouldn't have i don't know if i would have been into mandalorian <clears throat> because you know what mm-hmm. i mean like when i was seven it was a little different but now he's seven the mandalorian you know is what pg-13 i think yeah, hmm. but I mean, yeah, it's not, but, but it doesn't matter. My, my son's like all in. He's like, baby Yoda, baby Yoda, you know? Oh, so yeah. having a, a show on Nickelodeon, having this cartoon, um, you know, uh, Discovery, uh, Picard, uh, the new um, the new one coming out with uh, these are the 
what what is it? The one with uh, Pike? Oh, uh, strange. Yeah, yeah strange. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, strange new worlds or, or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, this is good because it's it's diversifying and it's spreading and and it's bringing more people and more ages and more like hopefully more care and more mm. love for the franchise that is going to equate to more content for us to see and to, to enjoy. Well, I hope that the greater quantity does not mean a drop in quality. Yeah. That's what I'm concerned about. I understand. Um, and I'm sure Keith feels I, the same way, but um, I think that, uh, I think that uh, more quantity is uh, each dice yeah. roll. It's a chance. Mm-hmm. Like we, the more chances we get, the more chances we get for a dice roll to come up. <laughs> And we'll be like, ah, oh, it's this is the awesome one. Yeah, mm-hmm. but until then, we used the Orville. Well, here. I mean, yeah, but look at look at Star Wars. You know, I mean, they had a few movies that that were kind of <laughs> eh, but Clone Wars, amazing. Yeah. Rebels, amazing. Mandalorian, mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. That bar is set very high. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And Star Trek is mm-hmm. trying to reach that same bar. So for sure. So that's that's good. Like they should know that they need to put in the right amount of talent, the right amount of effort, the right amount of heart. To make it what we need it to be, so I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm putting a lot of faith in CBS Viacom, but and, and I, <laughs> yeah. I probably shouldn't. But I'm hoping that they do the right thing because it's the the bar is set high. We all know there's Marvel, there's um, Disney, there's like you know, there's a uh, Star Wars, Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars are all the yeah, same. Like thing. The, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. But do you see what I'm saying? They they weren't originally. Yeah, but yeah. There, that bar is set, and Star Trek has to reach that in order to be able to even compare itself to, to those mm-hmm. kind of um, I mean not 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 in a content thing because I love TNG so much more than Star mm-hmm. Wars and and that's just me like I'm so much more a TNG Star Trek fan than I am a Star Wars fan but I still love it and the stuff is still mm-hmm. good like you know good content and good quality you know and if Star Trek can reach that that's just going to be good for all of us so Star Trek used to reach that mm-hmm. I know I know Star Trek used to exceed. It was his own good... Anyway. Why, why, me complain, me complain. Well, the problem was the CBS Viacom... Yeah, there are people who are like... Well, the CBS Viacom split, and then the movies and the TV shows couldn't coexist, and all all this stupid stuff happened, and that was stupid. That was all stupid money, stupid corporation stuff. Exactly. And that that was (laughs) dumb. You know, if you keep them together, which they're together now again, thank God... Um, you mm-hmm. open yourself yep. up to so many more possibilities and cross, you know, I mean, like, um, like just, just the world is so, can be so much richer now because you have the ability to flip flop, you know, like to go between the you two. You know what I want to see? Mm-hmm. A comedy of the lower deck style, but about Frankie. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Mm. That'd be cool. <laughs> you know, someone posted on yeah, Twitter not- that I, uh, you know what? I wish that I could like grab my phone and look real quick but someone posted like hey cbs viacom i have your next movie discovery jumps into the kelvin timeline there you go and i was just like "Ooh, here goes (laughs) (laughs) whoa mind blown like that's amazing (laughs) all right any final thoughts i'm out (laughs) yeah i'm out yeah all right i'm done fantastic fantastic uniforms yeah Uh, you got all the visuals right We've got all the good. Uh, I think all the characters have potential f- to be awesome, and let's let's make a good Star Trek. We got this. We got this. Cool. Nice. Anything Thank else you, you want to say, Keith? 
Um, I guess we could uh, remind everyone that it's very important that we all keep looking up. Is that? <laughs> I think is that's, that, uh, that's, I think that's yep. There, there it is. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's very important. <laughs> keep right on. Looking keep up. looking up. Good night, everybody. Thanks, everyone. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Peace. <laughs>